on dispensers of pets, poking out at the cons, renaissance fests, watch anime chicks with inflatable breasts. You might be a Trekkie, eh, sit back and watch as the uber geek goes and kicks it up a notch. Turn to the letter F in your dictionary and add this word to your vocabulary. Take a look, cause I'm the real McCoy. Damn it, Jim, I'm not a doctor, I'm just the definition of a fanboy, Listen up, fanboy. It's the Fanboy Planet Podcast. With a live Bacon 2009 studio audience. It's, it's, yes. And here he is, the bacon in my breakfast. Uh, wow. Oh. Derek McCaw. You know, puns haven't long. been the highest form of humor for, what, 300 years? No. 3,000 years. <laughs> where's Lawn? Yeah. That was off the cuff. He's eating meat at his at his home right He's now. He's having a barbecue. barbecue. I hope he kept the so I am Derek McCaw, editor in chief of FanboyPlanet.com, and we've got a great panel for us today. Of course, uh, to my right, the farthest over there. Introduce yourselves, guys. Uh, I'm six-time Hugo nominee Chris Garcia. When did How many the times? Six times. It's six times. Six, oh, six oh, sure. times. How many times have you won? Three fanzines. Three. Uh, fan writer. That was the same three oh, fingers God. just flipped yeah. around. How many, you can't fool us. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> this is a podcast of God. Okay. Someone slap the Garcia. And okay. next to him. Oh, uh, Jason Shackett. Uh, slightly disgusted by the six nominations. Six nominations? Wow. I like to call him a six-time loser, though. You're oh, like the Erica like Kane of the Hugos. Four times. Two <laughs> times and more I, have come later. Sitting next to six-time Hugo loser, Chris Garcia. <laughs> yes. Sitting next to six-time, no, I'm six-time Jason, Jason Sackett, uh, Southern California resident and uh, the tan, most tanned among us. Am I? Probably, which is a little sad. My tan was built in. I'm Rick Brett Snyder, (laughs) Fanboy Planet, Moral Compass, and Sound Engineer. And sitting next to me to my right, it's it's Derek McCaw, but we've got our special guest who came in and said he had his built-in tan. Carlos Pedraza, uh, and not short, but special, I hope. Um, I'm a writer and producer for Star Trek Phase 2 and uh, the fan series, and I'm also a one-time Hugo loser. Whoa. Oh. That's right. See, Which he is, can accept see, the bad. loser part. <laughs> yeah. I embrace the loss. I embrace it. Well, that's the sign of a real my, man. My loss defines me. <laughs> Don't take my pain. Oh, I need my pain. pain. Yes. That's all appropriate. Okay, great. Thanks, Cybok. Uh, so, uh, there we go. Hey, by the way, I voted for you that year. So. Oh, thank you. That makes you a Hugo winner in my book. Oh, oh. I don't care what the rest Those of the I feel that I Derek feel... never wants to hear. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, not so, that we I don't love all this chaos, but we've got some stuff to well, talk about. We, tonight, well, we? we do. We have comics news. We've got movie commentary. we got TV. But since we've got Carlos here, who is a writer-producer of... of a, You call that a fan series. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, talk about that a little bit. Let's. You're here. So let's let's take advantage of that fact. Sure. Not necessarily taking advantage of you, but go ahead. Uh, I, I, well, Tom, I'll take sign-ups for that if okay. uh, anyone's oh, interested later. Wow. Uh, Star Trek Phase 2, formerly Star Trek New Voyages, is a fan series started about uh, 2004, I think. Uh, it is a continuation of the original series of Star Trek, and uh, over its four-year history, it has attracted uh, many of the original cast of Star Trek, the original series, as well as behind-the-scenes uh, writers, writers, uh, designers, uh, anyone, pretty much anyone you can name from 
uh, Star Trek behind the scenes has contributed in some way. Mike Akuda has has contributed. Uh, uh, Major Roddenberry contributed her voice. Uh, we've had uh, George Takei and. Um, There's that lady I saw you with earlier too, right? Oh, Chase Masterson was uh, also uh, involved in one of our projects, Star Trek of Gods and Men. Um, so uh, it's been uh, we've we've had I think four or five episodes out now over the last few years. Um, one I wrote, co-wrote with uh, David Gerald, uh, Blood and Fire. Just premiered. oh, really? Blood and Fire. Blood and Fire was uh, I rewrote it as an original series script. Excellent. And uh, David liked it so much, he decided he wanted to direct it. So the first part of that, he turned it in, we turned it into a two-part episode. First part of it is available at StarTrekPhase2.com and uh, came out in December. And the second part should be coming out later this year. Excellent. That was a very controversial script at the time. It was. It is was it, is gay. Is well, it keeping? Gay well, people well, in it. Uh, well, it has wait, a, wait, wait. For, the, for those who are not familiar with its history, you're talking about a controversy that many people, including myself, don't know about. So, right. I'll be happy to fill you in on the controversy. Yeah. David Gerald wrote a script uh, during the second season, I believe, of uh, Next, Next Generation, Generation. Uh, that featured um, uh, in way in the background, like you probably wouldn't have noticed them except possibly for the man skirts they were wearing. Right. Um, they actually didn't wear man skirts at that point. They wore kilts. Kilts. Yeah, they, yeah. they abandoned them by the second by the second season, and in my opinion, a good idea, a wise fashion fashion choice, but. Um, it was a story in which they fe- fe- uh, featured regulin bloodworms, and it was kind of an uh, allegory for AIDS and the fact that in that part of the 80s, people were so afraid of blood transfusions. And so that was the main part of the story. And way in the background, they featured, um, they featured two men who were partners uh, as characters in, uh, in the episode. And apparently, that was not to be done. It was the love that dare not appear on Star Trek. And... So they shelved the script, and uh, and it was never produced. David started selling the script as a uh, to raise money for uh, yep. for AIDS research and services in Los Angeles, and uh, and but it basically languished. And when we started producing Star Trek: New Voyages, he said, "You know, you can have the script. I'd like to see you." make this script. He modified that script for a, a book in the Star Wolf yes. series, right? Yes. Yeah. Also named Blood and Fire. Right. Um, and uh, But we, we take a totally different track uh, from the, the main... It's essentially the same story but lots of different things. We introduce Captain Kirk's gay nephew, uh, Peter Kirk, and um, it's a, it's got a lot of uh, David Gerald trademark humor as well as some uh, some great drama and possibly from what i've heard the goriest scene in any kind of star trek you've seen to wow. date when yeah, the regular bloodworms yeah. do their stuff it is pretty gory like there's this dude he's, he's scottish who gets devoured by the bloodworms and that's coming up or is that available the now? first part with the devouring bloodworms actually is available at star trek phase 2.com great and so if i'm gonna if i'm looking for more original series star trek I can go to your site. Can I just pick up any of them? Or is someone yeah. you'd recommend as starter points? Or? Well, a great one to watch. I mean, the, probably the, the best one of the lot so far is uh, World Enough in Time. It was the one starring George Takei uh, reprising his role as, as Sulu. Uh, and it's a great um, and moving story uh, written by uh, Mark Zakree and uh, Michael Reeves, both uh, well-known uh, TV and science fiction writers. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, why did you change the name? You said it's now Phase 2, but it used to be New Voyages. It used to be New Voyages. Um, we came uh, into possession of a bunch of props, costumes, and scripts from uh, the never-made Star Trek uh, second series, Phase 2, which became Star Trek The Motion Picture. 
and uh, John Povel, who was the story editor for Star Trek Phase Two and went on to be uh, involved in Star Trek the Motion Picture as well, uh, came aboard, and we decided that uh, with that extra help from him to go ahead and rebrand ourselves as, as Phase Two, and and uh, so that's what we did. Okay, great, cool. And so when you go to that website, it's Phase Two, as in the numeral two. Yeah, or do it's, we go uh, it's Star Trek Phase, Phase, and then the number two. The number two. Okay, right. so. Excellent. Well, we're going to keep you around here because you are, of course, not just limited to Star Trek knowledge. I'm also a comics geek. You're also a comics geek. Oh, and I, one other thing, though. You said you are also here. You've got an independent project not Star Trek related, so let's let you talk about that a little sure. bit. Sure. Um, it's a feature film that I'm working. My writing partner is uh, the guy who plays Sulu on Star Trek Phase 2, J.T. Tepnipah. He's based in, in L.A. Uh, he and I have been working for about two years on a script called Judas Kiss. Uh, it has a little bit of a kind of a time travel twist to it uh, about a guy who goes back to his alma mater and discovers both his future self and his past self and he realizes he hates both of them and tries to figure out whether or not he can change his past and his future. So that's the that's the story. Okay, and you want to do that as an independent film project, so you're looking to get backers. So Right. Yeah, we're looking. So if anybody has money that they want right. to yeah, uh, I wanted to give you, you know, that chance to wisely. So there's a few sitting here if they'd like to produce a film. And of course, and so, your your grand radio audience. Yes, our grand podcast, our grand podcast audience. Fantastic. We, maybe there are some producers out there. We'll see. Um, so you are also uh, you're into comics and other aspects of pop culture. So we can move into our regular segment here. We'll start off with comics. Comics. A, I uh, like comics. You do like comics? Yes. Okay. It's a lie. He, I know. Anyway, like, I love having you two. Sit. It's like the <laughs> it's like the two headed thing that argues. <laughs> no, no, it's not. <laughs> yes, it is. No, it's which, not. Which one is Ray Milland? <laughs> I totally am Rosie Greer. Okay. There's no question on no that. No doubt. Okay. Um, uh, <sighs> this week, uh, a longstanding uh, plot line for DC came to an end. The Battle for the Cowl. I know many of you have Batman. been... Batman. Batman. Uh, you've been very concerned about who was going to take over for Batman after Batman was killed or sent back into time. I was so concerned I couldn't bother to buy the book. I couldn't either. <laughs> <laughs> Did you read this? <laughs> I actually have not read how it turned out. So I'm I'm at the edge of my seat here. Are you? Yeah. You, will we spoil anything if we tell you who No, no, no. I love spoilers. I, okay. I have the ability to willfully forget spoilers. All right. Vader yeah. is Luke's wow. father. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite now, a superpower. Now, to promote uh, this, this event, they had this poster with all these different people wearing bat-like outfits to see who, you know, who, who could possibly be. So let's go around the table and see who, who your guesses, who would win the battle for the cowl. We should start with Chris. Steve Rogers. I was hoping for a left field <laughs> answer like that. Crossing a universe. Steve Rogers, That's the, the dead Captain right America. There. So busy reviving himself in uh, the actually, Marvel universe right now. Who would expect it? I like it? that, though. I mean, a dead Marvel universe. Guy, exactly. It only makes that would have been so who awesome. Who would have thought of that? The unveiling would be just like... Apparently boring. Chris thought of that. That is right. Jason. Um, okay, wait. Who are the candidates again? I don't oh. think who isn't that. a candidate? Go who ahead. Okay, I... For me, uh, being a bit of a Batman fan, I do like the way they were going with Tim Drake. So, you know, granted a bit young, but, you know, I mean, if we're talking about who's going to inherit, I'm still stuck on Tim Drake. All right. Rick, who did you think? Well, you know, the audiences are getting older. And, uh, you know, that's well known about comic fandom. It's you know, all getting older. And I think it's really time for go- for uh, for uh, Alfred to shine. <laughs> <laughs> 
He's, he's been dealing with all the equipment. He knows where, where he the does. costumes uh, are. That's yeah. very I can true. see the next mini, miniseries now, Pennyworth. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, it's stately Pennyworth Manor. <laughs> I'm, going, I'm going with Alfred, and if they didn't choose him, they were wrong. All right, and and your guess? I, I think it should, you know, Robin is supposed to be the junior Batman. I think it's time for him to step up, you know? So you're going with Tim? Yeah, All I'm right. going with Tim. And, right. uh, but I think he should be like like uh, the old Robin, and he should show leg. Show leg? Yeah. Whoa. I'm just saying. <laughs> okay. Wait, wait, wait. As audience. Batman. As Batman. He should show leg. Exactly. Because ah. nothing drives fear you know, into the hearts of evil doers. Because, that's a different like great great game. That's no, because <laughs> because criminals are a superstitious and cowardly lot. Indeed. <laughs> and nothing will scare them more than Batman with leg. Uh, Whoa. Especially if they're not Whoa. shaven. So, uh, actually... Uh, no, I think especially if they... Right, if they aren't shaving. You're thing. all wrong. It is, it is really. I was close, right? It <laughs> is Damien. It is Dick Grayson. Dick Grayson. Bat- uh, Nightwing. Nightwing is. Well, that's what I meant. Batman Junior. Right, right, uh, and uh, and uh, and then Damien is the new Robin. Is the new Robin? Yes. Which what does that do to Tim? Let Drake? the hilarity the, ensue. I don't know. And Jason Todd maybe got sent back into oh, the same Aboriginal. You no, know, I was always against <laughs> the fact that they turned Dick Grayson into Nightwing because he lost a cape. And you like the cape. I mm. love the cape. <laughs> yeah, well, and he's going to have to learn to deal with that cape again. I know. I, I, think, I, think, I, was, I think I was more disturbed by the mullet. I, well, that's, oh, yeah, that's the mullet was a mullet. But, you know, they did that to Superman, too. Yeah, yeah, they did, about the same time. A very too. bad hair choice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, forever immortalized by a Hallmark Memorial statue, oh, which I have of <laughs> the mullet I Superman. Why, I just love why does Super- that not surprise me? Superman <laughs> got hair metal hair after hair metal died. Well, comics was, always follow you me. Know, well, you know, are you going to go up to Superman and say, you know, dude, you've got bad hair? I'm and then not. tug on his you, cape. <laughs> Fit into the wind, right. baby. Uh, hey, Mr. Superman. <laughs> 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 you got a lousy haircut. <laughs> Right, we have an observation from the audience that we should recognize. Yes, please. Does it involve slapping Chris? I'm just curious. Just two things. First, Superman is such a voice gap, you could push him in the chest and he wouldn't do anything. Yeah. Okay. Am I bugging you? But he might exhale, like, accidentally. (laughs) And freeze breath. So you figure let's resurrect him and make him Batman? Yeah. That'd be Jason Todd. I think wow. I, I think a lot of people were thinking that as well. But you know the problem with that is that it's too close to what they did with Azrael back when Batman's yeah, back yeah. was broken. You've already had the psycho guy step in and go even more psycho. Not that mm-hmm. comics fans tend to notice that we're telling the same stories <laughs> over and over and over again. They don't notice. We are. But they, yeah. yeah, well, yeah. they notice and they go, dang it, they're telling the same story over and over again. Three more issues in the crossover? Fantastic. So, <laughs> Just slap on a new Mylar cover, you're good. Yeah. Oh, yes. So, yeah, so we'll see what You know, says. we all sound like we're bitter about it, but it's like heroin. We no, keep coming yeah. back It's like it. being a Star Wars fan, actually, because you can't actually find a Star Wars fan who has something positive to say about it. And yet they keep mainlining the stuff. <laughs> yes, exactly. You know, so, it's like my nieces and nephews still love Jar Jar Banks. What's that about? Yeah. Um, oh, that hurt. It hurts. Except, oh. It hurts. I hear he sparkles when the sunlight hits him. You just shut oh. your filthy mouth. Oh, oh good. Oh. So we can put in the profile. More people will download this podcast because we alluded to There's it. a whole new meme there. 
<laughs> I hate you, Garcia. I <laughs> hate you. Of your mind opening. <laughs> Who's to say you're a luckily, luckily, Garcia turns to stone when the sunlight hits him. Thanks to oh, from Tolkien. Oh, we had to go there. We had to. You don't have to oh, sound yeah. bitter about that. I don't. Yeah, that, that was. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anyway, so so there's a whole out of this. We do get one good thing, which is Grant Morrison and Frank Whiteley start next month the, the adventures of Dick Grayson and Damien together. And what's the magazine going to be called? Batman and Robin. So Batman we'll have, and Robin. We'll Batman have a Robin. Batman Imagine and Robin that. book. We'll have a Batman book. Kathy Kane, the Batwoman of some controversial bent. She appears in your Star Trek episode, doesn't <laughs> he she? He said bent. <laughs> Good. Uh, she'll be she'll be headlining Detective with the question as the backup. And Excellent. So we hmm. out of out of a miniseries that none of us really seem to want to buy. There may be books coming that we all want to buy, so that's a good thing. Yeah. I yeah. love the question. I love the question. Are, Are you, you aware of the change in the question? No. Oh, yeah. It's Renee Montoya now. Yeah. It's not uh, It's no. not Vic It's Sage. not the dead that's question. Been coming it's for not like the dead years. question. Vic died. Yeah. Renee I, I prefer, to refer to, uh, prefer to refer to him now at the rhetorical question. The rhetorical question. Oh. <laughs> oh. Although, again, wow. you know, again, to beg the question, you know, certainly oh. for licensing, they still use Vic Sage. They, but, Batman Brave and the Bold just had the, right, the, right, right. the old, the male question. Which means he's coming back. Of course. From the dead. They always come Oh, back. well, they're all coming back this summer. And Don't course, we all? And, of course, uh, I feel better than I did Blackest yesterday. Night. No, I'm saying, well, that's true. <laughs> what? Zombies in the Zombies DC in universe? Zombies in the DC Magic universe. Oh, God, I hope not. Confirmed. Oh, yes, confirmed. Yes. Really? Blackest Night. Have you not followed? Oh. No, I have a Let's firm okay, anti-zombie policy. We are going to break your soul right now. Yes, you the Green are, Lanterns. You've already are, chipped away at my soul. There are Green Lanterns. There are Orange Lanterns. There are uh, purple, purple Lanterns. All I, uh, I'm indigo. waiting for a Pink Lantern. Lanterns. Red lanterns. Uh, they Are these know, they Teletubbies or lanterns? Uh, no, it's not pink. It's all got to be... No pink. It's all uh, got to be colors. Shouldn't we have a full spectrum it of lanterns? Is, it is the full spectrum. The, the rainbow lanterns. Doesn't that actually G-Biv. make them Power Rangers officially, though? <laughs> wow. Yes, that does. I mean, yeah, if they were all uh, on the same team, but that's but, not uh, the way it works. But the oh, point is now there is a there's a Black Lantern Corps, and the Black Lantern Corps all takes the power from the Black Hand, and the corpse of the Anti-Monitor... And yes. everybody fall on this? Yes. Sure, this is they the joy that is the DC universe. And all the dead superheroes are coming back to be members of the Black Lantern. Did you see the, the Although, picture of Aquaman? Oh, the Aquaman, the, the black, the zombie Aquaman is scary as hell. The Superman of Earth 2. Batman is one of them. So even though he's technically not dead, he's a member of this Black Lantern Corps. And the one that I was afraid was going to happen and is going to happen is Pa Kent. Jonathan, no, Jonathan Kent no! is going to be a, a Black Lantern, a zombie. So now the zombie Aquaman is he all sun bloated and stuff? You know, I mean, has no, he he's been just, in the ocean too long. He's like gritty looking. Yeah, I think he's battered actually, and deep fried, and deep fried. Oh. Yeah. Yes, that's with, the best way to have your Aquaman. And, uh, and uh, uh, they'll have a new series called The Ghost and Mrs. Paul, <laughs> which will be. And Tartar Boy. Well, that was for the uh, older members of our audience who clearly aren't here. We should uh, move on. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, all those older members are going to come back as members speaking, of the Black Hand. Speaking <laughs> of, uh, of of older, uh, you know, a, a, an old, old, a, a precursor to Superman is coming back to the DC Universe. And it was revealed this week, or confirmed this week by Dan DiDio. Wait, we've got someone just looming over us. Uh, confirmed by Dan DiDio. After an image was leaked from Brian Stelfreeze's oh, yeah. uh, website, and this is exciting for Rick and myself. Oh yeah, Doc Savage will be oh, coming wow. into the, the Man of Bronze. The Man of Bronze will be coming into a crossing over with the Spirit and Blackhawk. I'm wow. loving it. Yeah. So um, 
that's all I know. I saw the image and went. <laughs> so so, does, that, does that mean that the uh, ownership of all the rights and stuff has been cleared? I can't tell you anything more than that the image is there. I know that the reason there hadn't been a Doc Savage movie is that there were some sort of hubbub about the rights. Well, there's been a publication of the republication of the book recently. Oh, until right. last, they stopped publishing about December. And I haven't found out why, but they had done and 23 this, episodes. And this issues. may be that uh, that Time Warner has wrapped up the rights. I mean, there had long time been rumors that actually Sam Raimi had the rights for uh, Sony. When the Shadow Project, the Shadow Project would include uh, Doc Savage and Richard Henry Benson, the Avenger. Nice. And by the way, Dead to Dio also mentioned that, that the Avenger is included in this. Oh, yeah? Really? So, oh, excellent. Uh, you know, they just can't call the book yeah. The Avenger because everybody thinks it's one of, one the, of the Avengers. 12 Avengers. Avenger books yeah. that Marvel is publishing. So, what do they call it? Justice Inc. again? Justice Inc., which is fine uh, by me. That's you fine. Know, you yeah. got Justice League. Why not have Justice Incorporated? And this segues nicely to the strangest Avengers book ever that came out last week. Anybody in the audience know what the strangest. Avengers book ever is Avengers versus the World Crime League. No, no. Uh, G- GLA. No. no, that was good though. That was fine. That was close. <laughs> uh, no, Lockjaw and the Pet Avengers. Wow. Yes. Grown. Did you miss that one? Yes. Oh, you got everybody I missed, missed, missed that the Pet one. Avengers. The I got the first issue. Marvel. I, I bought the first <laughs> issue. I just, I'm firmly against any Avenger that slobbers. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm see, so you don't like Hawkeye. So, so wait, these are animals As, dressed in human clothing? No, no. these are. Oh, this is Lockjaw. Obviously, would be the leader. Uh-huh. He has the. Uh, it's like the Legion of Super Pets, only Marvel, only Avengers. Uh, apparently, <laughs> uh, apparently, Lockjaw has decided that he needs to gather all the. Um, Lockjaw, it, the dog of the immortals, the or the humans, humans. Lockjaw is going to gather all the gems from the Infinity Gauntlet, which is spread across. And make a brand new shiny collar. Uh, uh, well, he, I guess he swallows it, the blue one. and uh, Just that, wait a few days, it'll come out. And that, Exactly. That gives him knowledge, but it allows him to actually communicate <laughs> telepathically with the other animals. So he gathers um, the, uh, which I didn't even, most of these I didn't even know, Speedball had a cat? Yeah, it was that only was the in, first issue. Wow. Yeah, so the cat, who I can't remember what the cat wants. Streaky, to, I think. No, no, that's, <laughs> oh, no, that's, that's super. That's super. Yeah, that's universe. super pets, dude. That's I, uh, super wait, pets. Is, that, uh, the cat. So we're looking to the D level pet. Of so the yes, yes, yes. 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 So, oh no, they get better. Uh, so this oh, cat is calling itself Furball. Um, there is Ms. Lion from Spider Man and his Amazing Friends. Okay. Who is revealed to be a male dog that's perfectly. Fine being called Miz, uh, uh, and is sort of like he's secure in his sexuality. As if the pet. See, we keep going back to your episode that the pet <laughs> that the pet Avengers um, need a sidekick, and apparently that's what uh, Ms. Lion is. Uh, uh, how do they call this? Wait a minute. Pets need sidekicks. Sure. Well, pets yeah. are sidekicks. Throg. Yeah. Throg. Throg. The Throg. mighty. The mighty frog of thunder. Oh my! This oh, is so oh. back that, in the Walt Simonson run of Thor. That actually is the most interesting sounding yes. thing you've mentioned yet. Well, yes. it, and that was, and then Lockjaw, and I think there is one other member, but I can't think of of what Lockheed. other. Is there a monkey? Lockheed, Lockheed, oh, Lockheed, oh, Lockheed, the awesome. dragon. The only That's celebrity the only among them. them. Now, I, yeah. I would say that the thing is, I bought it because I thought this would be a really good kids book. Yeah. But then when you actually bring in Lockheed, who immediately is mourning how his home planet blew up. Yeah, thanks oh. to Joss Whedon, it's not you know. Thanks, and, Joss. And thanks, Joss. Yeah, totally bringing thanks, Lockheed Joss. down. Yeah. And and then You're harshing Lockheed's me- mellow. And then you have to explain to me, Throg. Uh, I can't. I believe. got nothing. Or Please Thor. tell me so you're we kidding can, about. So we can talk a little about Thor. Would it be Thorg? 
Throg, Throg was in the Walt Simonson run on Thor, mm-hmm. and it was the result of Loki's manipulations. Thor got turned into a frog. Yes. And eventually, Thor did get his powers as a frog to lead Didn't a battle some against the kiss him? there was a uh, there were uh, there was a shifted eventually there was a I battle think. between the frogs and the rats. rats yes and so thor was the hero of the battle between the frogs and the rats and eventually he made it back to being full size thor the question is the is this going to be thor in the pet avengers or have they found it, a new it, way to bring it is not so a that new you have, you have frog confirmed thor. for me that that the original story did not explain this no was so what they say is there was a splinter of Mjolnir that was left behind, uh-huh. and in desperation that explains everything. This frog a fought off a rat of and hit the I ground. I use a splinter of Mjolnir and used the the beta ray Bill origin basically, and that splinter turned him into the frog That's of awesome. thunder. Splinter of However, now broken, and here it's even worse. <laughs> this frog was actually had the same origin as the modern DC Mister Terrific, as in it was a guy. Who had a lot of things going for him, and then Does his he have wife fair was, play on his shirt. No, no, oh, but it might be written in Norse. Sucks. It could be uh, in runes. On his in face. runes, uh, but he uh, he was his wife was killed in some kind of gang violence, and eventually it works its way around to he is cursed they by a gypsy. They managed to work in gang violence. That's to become, awesome social commentary. To become flipper, <laughs> yes, to become a frog. And so that's the frog sidekick that Thor had all the time. Wow. Like, this is dead. unbelievable. It, it, well, we are talking about a frog who thinks it's the god of thund- Norse god of thunder. But, but the big which problem I, I have with kind of like, I, I think that the, frog needs meds. The problem I have with the series is it's Lockheed. And Lockheed, mm-hmm. we're really not sure what the hell Lockheed is. Because yeah. he's, he's be part dragons. of the humans. Right, and the humans go into the Terrigen Mists and mutate well, John into their Byrne, human John form. Byrne did establish in the thing that Lockheed was actually not Lockheed, uh, Lockjaw. No, Lockjaw. 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 Lockjaw was one of the yeah, actual Inhumans, yeah. and who spoke very rarely, and in fact has only spoken once. Right, he spoke to the to thing, didn't he? He spoke to the thing and right. said, "Do you, you know, this is not worth it. Don't send Crystal or not Crystal Luna into the Terrigen Mists." Right. But not exactly the reasoning you expect from somebody who sniffs his own butt. Right. But Marvel has decided that didn't That's happen. That's no way to talk about, about, about a your super partner here. <laughs> oh. That's just like Wow, you mean. really are. You really do think you're... <laughs> just <laughs> mean, like dude. One of us now. Wow. Well, um, I'm not that flexible, but thanks for thinking I am. <laughs> I meant it metaphorically. Oh, okay. Well, that's, metaphorically that's probably, I, I do chase my own tail a lot. Yes, that's a nice uh, way of putting it. Thank you. <laughs> so, anyway, that was a, a, another weird attempt to get the child audience, and I just didn't think it was quite appropriate. No, but, I don't think it's going to work. But oddly enough. So let's go uh, turn to movies, because this is something everybody will have in common with. I love movies. You do love movies. I hate movies. Who's yeah. seen Terminator Salvation? <laughs> just saw it. Yeah? What did you uh, think? We haven't had a chance uh, to talk about it on a podcast. Well, you know, it's a summer block. What you can say about it as a summer blockbuster is it blows up real good. It does. But I, unfortunately, I it, it does the same thing to its story. <laughs> oh, yes. It kind of blows up its story real good. Um, and, like, I don't know why I'm supposed to care about John Connor in this Well, the movie. important thing is, does it set up a series? Another well, series. I don't uh, even know. You know, they- every time they end a Terminator... You think, okay, that's fine. That's period. On, on, And they keep coming back with more, and it's always the same thing, only worse. Right. Except for Sarah Connor Chronicles, which I loved. Which is now canceled. I which mean, is now canceled. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed the Sarah Connor Chronicles. I wanted to enjoy Terminator Salvation. I did too. But I found it very difficult to... I, 
they set John Connor up very oddly. That he's both a messiah and the people that could raise him up to messiah level don't believe him at all. Right. And I think he thought that he would win them over with his Batman voice. Which he does love. This, this is John Connor. <laughs> Everybody together. That here was we go. like three-part harmony. Wow. Great. And there was only two of us. <laughs> if you're listening to this, off. you are the resistance. This is John Carter. So that, yeah. Doesn't that make you want to see the movie? This is the first time I think I've ever seen a Christian Bale in a movie where I've gone, really? I know. I love <laughs> Christian Bale. And I've always I loved him. I did not, I did I didn't not buy love him. that. No. didn't buy him. No. And I'm just ta- – you know, the thing is these, these robots, Skynet – they're like the stupidest artificial intelligence I've ever seen. No, that's not true because Phantom Menace, the droids there are stupider. Oh, they were well, funny. I didn't consider them intelligent. Yeah, but okay, I'm they just walk saying. like ducks too. Yeah, you know? that's true. Okay, but anyway, Roger, Roger is all I have Roger, to say to Roger, that. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. Okay. So. I'd love to see somebody put Roger Roger into the Terminator movie. <laughs> <laughs> if they talk, yeah. Although I, I do have to praise uh, one person out of this: Anton Yelchin. He was great. Actually, as I young bought Kyle, him as Kyle young Kyle Reese is totally cha- channeled. That I believe that this guy, who I'd just seen weeks ago as Chekhov, was going to grow up and be Michael Bean. Okay. And I thought that was that was a pretty impressive job. I like yeah. that guy. He's Russian, you know. <laughs> he actually is, yes. Thank you, Chris, he for your expert not, not commentary. Michael not Michael Bean. Michael Bean is not Russian. Sam, not Worthing, so Sam Worthington, the big, <laughs> the new... Uh, his dog spot. We got a new... new, new hey, you know, it's yet another Australian hunk lighting up American screens. I, I think like, we have a new segment on the show, which is Chris Garcia's Russian or not Russian. <laughs> <laughs> Time for a slap. I'm not Russian. <laughs> Somebody slap him down. Somebody slap him. Okay, Chris. Okay. Tom Petty. Not Russian. There we go. Okay. Wow, yeah, there's a prize involved. That thing's got legs. Okay. <laughs> I think we've got a great I'm not new really segment. into Tom Petty's legs. <laughs> oh, oh, but, boy. but well, Batman's yeah. legs, if they were bare. If they be, were bare. If, were if bare. Tom Petty were fighting crime and his legs were bare, would you be... I'm saying if I were a criminal, I would run. <laughs> I would give up the criminal yeah. life. Maybe that should, would be the stringiest. Okay, we can move on. Since I Tom Petty. <laughs> since we mentioned Anton Yelchin, uh, we saw a few weeks ago as Chekhov in Star Trek, and actually we haven't done a podcast where we've sat down and talked about movies. This is the first time we've had kind of a panel together to talk about Star Trek. Star Trek. Star Trek, yeah. Which is okay. probably the movie, and I, I don't I don't know I, if Carlos shares the opinion, because he's worked very intimately with the Star Trek franchise, and I've just watched it. Um but that's probably the, the the movie I've enjoyed most out of the out of the summer movie blockbuster. Oh so yeah, far. definitely this year, sure. Mm. I, I I'd second that. I've seen it twice already, and uh, Three the first times. T- Ooh, wow, Ooh, fight! Okay. <laughs> um, I thought it it hit all the right notes. Um, I thought by focusing on action adventure as well as telling a, a very you know intricately woven story about how these people come together. Uh, as if it, as if destiny didn't care about the destruction of the USS Kelvin, I thought it was great. Uh, there are a few plot holes that are kind of wide, but I'm willing to forgive them that because it, it also blew up real good in a good way. I think, See, yeah. I think it's time to hear what Jason has to say. Yes. About I like explosions, both M and X. <laughs> um, I'm going to actually jump in here and say two things. One, uh, y'all should sue him for stealing your idea. Um, but more <laughs> importantly, actually, is a uh, that the best five minutes of comedy so far this year is Carl Urban and Chris Pine uh, going Getting to the Enterprise onto the, on and the 
that was just brilliant slapstick. I mean, that was like Fatty Arbuckle and Buster Keaton, except for not so fun. Nobody threw a flower bag in the face. <laughs> Actually, you know, I, I'm going to have to say that Simon Pegg as Scotty was funnier. Yeah. I mean, the scene on the bridge where he's like, I like this ship. It's interesting. You know, it was well, fantastic. He, he was he, only he funny stole because of his, every... his proximity to Deep Roy, the funniest man in show business. Now, that you see, a lot of what I'm hearing, though, I'm hearing it's Simon Pegg's a, a make it or break it for a lot of people. They either despise him in it or they say he's the entire reason to see really? the film. Really? Oh, I wouldn't... Yeah. I, I, I haven't heard that at I all. haven't heard that either. I don't I think mean, he's no, the entire no, reason I'm, to see it, but I, I think he's brilliant. I mean, you know, talking about the funny, you know, okay, here are the three reasons you should see the film. And he's always either one of the three reasons, or they say, "Oh yeah, and Simon Pegg was here." Like I can live with that, yeah. you know, as long as you're paying your bucks to go see it and 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 keeping the franchise alive. I'm the, for it. The part Simon I loved, not Russian. The part I loved about also the movie not was, Russian. No, Ding. that's true. At the end, when Kirk is walking back onto the bridge, and he walks by and he goes, "Phones," and then he calls up Scotty, <laughs> and it's just like and it's like. Did you just roll crack, call? Did you, do, roll did you do the Shatner thing in the mirror for 15 minutes before that scene? Just to make I sure you got it right. I think it was just spot on. Which I think we should also mention because we talk about casting rumors. That the thing is, out of that at Star Trek, the I wish you could remember the guy's actual name, Chris Hemfield, the guy that plays oh George Kirk, his that father. plays George Kirk. Has as the strength of his performance is going to appear Sardis. as a frog. He is the not frog the frog version. He will be Thor in the Marvel. Comics, oh, excellent! Uh, Good cast. Yep. Another uh, Australian. I'm telling you, directed the by Canada Kenneth of the Southern Hemisphere. No, there's a. <laughs> they are. Wow. That is so so the Alan Thick of so all. So they all really want to be a, the United States. The embassy's on yeah. the phone. But, they want to talk to light. you. No, what I'm saying is, you look at like some of the hottest actors on screens today and they all end up being Canadian except now they're now going to no, be Australian. Australian well there is an actual casting reason for that because all the American actors have pinched and pulled and tightened their faces and they, they don't can't look express. real they don't look real they're all heavily made up pretty boys and the people that look rugged and heroic are the Australians and the, and Canadians. the Canadians I don't know I don't you know why we've I, just because America has Obsessed itself out of. You've had work done this week, haven't you? No. Oh, really? no! But you I look fabulous. I did do a sit up. <laughs> one sit up. One sit up. That's it. And then I it had shows. a drink. Tightened uh, everything. He began it in 1986. He's about to finish it. <laughs> it's almost. It's sort of a tantric sit up, if you will. Yeah, the knees Sting and elbows. Me. They got me. Yeah. So, um, I was trying to drink water when you said I'm that. So sorry. <laughs> I'd really that was a real nice iPod. Never drink water. So, uh, things that are coming. What blockbuster we've got to do? You know, we've got Star Trek. It's like the summer has kind of shot its wad in May for us. You oh, know, you you know between the tantric thing, things are coming and shooting its wad. Oh, oh, you see what? Into like oh, our territory. Yeah. Yeah. Now we know what I'm just editing. quoting. I'm okay. Back. You know how hard it is to edit with this much ambient noise going on? <laughs> yeah. The best, perhaps the best movie-going experience of the summer was May 8th. So what mm. is left for us to look forward to? Oh, oh, the Quentin Tarantino World War II movie. Oh, oh it's Bastards. Bastards. It looks awesome. Um, I'm actually going to go... You know, out on a limb? Out on a limb here and say the best movie this summer is going to be our little Harry Potter film that we got coming. I'm very much looking for Harry Potter be, and the Half-Blood Prince. Absolutely. Could be, it's going to have to be really awesome to beat Star Trek for me, though. We get to see Rickman playing a villain. 
Wow. That's yeah. shocking. Wow. I know. This is something I have waited for since I saw him in Bob Roberts. I, I mean, Rickman as a villain. Is just, I don't know if he can waiting pull that off. off. You know? it, I mean... Wrong. I'm sensing yeah. facetiousness, but I, also, but with you, Russian. I'm never sure. He's not Russian. <laughs> I'm not entirely yeah. sure. Oh, about Alan Rickman? Not, not Russian. Russian. Not Russian. Not uh, Russian. Yeah. Okay. okay. Now let uh, me have that for the record. Uh, any? Uh, well, uh, because Up Pixar's got a got a uh, Up pick, looks pick, uh, looking forward to Up. Uh, yeah. it's not, well, August it's, still oh, has. Come on, what the director for Up? A fat Boy Scout with balloons. How can you go wrong? The director for Up was the original director for Wally. So if you liked Wally. You might like. I uh, did indeed. You might start to like up. The the buzz (laughs) I've heard down in LA is that it's better than Wally. Wow. Wow. That is a bold statement. Just on the basis of that bird scene. If I'm wrong, I hereby proclaim, I'm just saying. Just a shout out. Uh, Jack Black, put your money down again on uh, on Pixar. Do a DreamWorks film, put that money down on Pixar. I'm actually looking Mm -hmm. forward, and uh, it may be a guilty pleasure, I'm looking forward to year one. Okay. I uh, want to hate it. Jack, I want to say yeah. it's Jack cheap Black and, and tawdry. Michael but Michael Sarah, you know, it, for it me could still be cheap and tawdry. We could still enjoy it. Michael yes. Sarah's on a roll too. In fact, we do tend to enjoy it. Tawdry is your middle name. Uh, it, well, yeah. it, you should put put that on your the, little Derek, Derek, Derek Tawdry McCaw. Tawdry McCaw. Actually, Derek T McCaw sounds. That sounds like I can tell people it's Tiberius. It's a song. It's like. Uh, I don't know. It's either a private detective or a, a door-to-door service oh, of some right. kind. He's like Huckleberry Hound. The country and western singer. Yeah, blue yeah, with big ears. Derek T. Okay. McCall on Country Hits of the Seventies. I could Derek do that. One hit wonder. How about we go to television? My eyes I love television. You love television. I've watched that. You have. I mean, of course well, television comes later in the agenda. It, it does. Well, we're, we're, I'm moving the agenda forward. Are we, forward. Are we on? Wow. We're, there. we're there. Unless you want to be stumped right now. No, 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 no. I was just going to say that uh, since we were on kind of a Star Trek role, um, in a strange confluence of properties changing hands and studios and production companies, uh, a parody of Star Trek actually now has become owned by Paramount, which I don't think it was originally. Uh, Galaxy Quest was released on a 10th anniversary DVD. Universal, I think it was. It was originally, uh, and now it is owned by Paramount. So if you get the Galaxy Quest 10th anniversary DVD, you sit through three commercials, one for the for the movie, uh, Star Trek, then for the or- first season of the original series on Blu-ray, and then just in case you didn't catch that, a reminder that all of Star Trek is now available on Blu-ray. So uh, <laughs> it's kind of... I, I Paramount do have a, loves you right now. We need to do a PSU They should. Right they didn't give me the Blu-ray of the first season. We need to do a PSA. Okay. We need to do a PSA right now because I nearly got fooled by this. So this is going out to all you fledgling Blu-ray owners who might get suckered in by the most recent repackaging of the Star Trek films on Blu-ray. I was going to say the future is 8-track. Because there are two packages. They'll try and... The first one they lead you into the store with is a... the trilogy, Star Trek yes. trilogy, the Star Trek trilogy, yes. which has never Spock been trilogy. It's never been called a trilogy before, but it's, uh, Robert, but it actually makes sense to me that it, it is. It, they, mm. Each one, en- each one begins where the last one ended, right? So yeah. it's, uh, it's Wrath of Khan, Voyage Home, or no, uh, Search, Search, for, Spock, Search for, Spock for Spock and Voyage, Voyage Home. Mm-hmm. Okay, and they will say on the cover, digitally remastered, high definition for Blu-ray, right? That is one of those films. That is only Wrath of Khan, where they went back to the oh original negatives, and they redid from the original negatives to high def. The other ones have been digitally processed uh, with a noise reduction filter to make it look better on high def, but is not. So that's bad enough. 
But you can also go out and for a few dollars Paramount more, buy all five <laughs> films plus an additional disc that also advertise high-def Blu-ray. Again, only one of those five is high-def remastered from the original negatives. And that'd be which, Star Trek 2. Which means Wrath that... Of Wrath of Khan. Well, at least it was the important one. Ladies and gentlemen, which what you've just witnessed is righteous indignation. Yes. In a few years, they're going to come back and say, now we've got them all remastered mm. from the original negatives, and they're going to suck your wallet dry they one more time. They would never do I, that. I actually have you know the <laughs> irony here? It's heroin. Everyone will pay for it again. This has been a... Public service, service announcement, announcement from Fanboy Planet. Well, Rick, about- thank you so much for that because that drives me insane yep. more than anything else related to Blu-ray. Well, I did not get the Galaxy Quest on Blu-ray, so I wasn't suckered in at uh. all. Uh, but in that, Alan Rickman plays a hero. Yes. Uh, just so, you know, as usual, as, yes. Uh, as By Graftar's hammer. Hey, one of his you rare hammer. And uh, so I actually hadn't seen it since it was released 10 I years ago. I still think it's I, – I saw, I saw it – I remember when I stepped out of the theater, I turned to my friend who, uh, whom I saw it with, and I said, that is the best Star Trek movie I've ever seen. I think it's David Mamet actually lists that as one of the top five screenplays of all time. It's brilliant. You know what's and funny? Hugo Winner uh, was <laughs> – this is true. It beat out The Matrix. It beat out uh, – And well, it should because The yeah. Matrix doesn't – The Phantom those, Menace. Well – well, yeah, well um, but yeah, I but whatever it beat out, I going back there, and they said it didn't actually do well in the th- in the theaters. That's right, it did not it did do okay. that well. And, but but you know, watching it went exact. I had that reaction. I was feeling like this is this is the best of what Star Trek is for me as the Star mm-hmm. Trek film. J.J. Mm-hmm. Abrams made me feel that way too. So it was exactly. like, oh, good, I have two that I really love. Um, and uh, we actually right, stole. I we mean, we are, hold on, we we're live right now at Baycon. And there's one thing we should recognize at Baycon is that we have there's a lot of stuff going around us, uh, but there's not a lot. I haven't seen a lot of distracting like that. That is. Uh, I don't know how to describe. I think it, it is, is a. Can you please? Pink a I think, crab. I think it's it a the pink version fish. of the of the Cloverfield monster. Is what I think. No, wait, it's got a tail, so it it's done be by a fish. Bo- done it's in a, balloons. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Yes, it's a it pink a shark, shark because it a has pink a shark. That's it's a pink that's amazing. shark. Okay. Very Derek, it's time for you to jump beautiful. over that. I, I, I oh, I'm just wait, let me finish this. Ninety-five. <laughs> I got to stretch a little bit. The gentleman wearing it is now about eight foot tall, about five foot wide, and uh, the eyes are what make that thing. Yeah. I, I'm a big fan I also of the like teeth, the ping pong ball teeth. Yes. I like yeah, ping pong balls. Yeah, yeah. I like teeth. Wow. Audiences, study. So you're. This has been we great radio. We just don't get this at the comic shop. No, we, we don't. Just yeah. do not. Yeah. What comic shop would that be, Derek? Elusive um, Comics and Games. Where is that? 725 Elk L Street 104 in Santa Clara, where we normally podcast out of. Oh, and we're getting a business card. Oh, John excellent. Barlow. Balloon it, It's such a shame this is a podcast and not a video. But trust us, yeah. you're missing a great pink shirt. Yes, we do need to take a okay, picture. Okay, we'll, we'll get that, we'll get we that in there. All right. Yeah, get a picture so you can put it on your website. Yes. Somebody's running for that. Forethought? Hey, Pink Shark, what are you doing after? (laughs) Oh, dear Lord. Uh, (laughs) This has gotten so. A frog Thor is awesome. I do, kind (laughs) of. He does. (laughs) So, wait, now, does the frog Thor actually have a little froggy hammer? A little mule. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. Does he he get. Oh, it should be like a fly swatter. Yeah. That would be beautiful. (laughs) Frog Thor was a man. No, he was a dragon man. <laughs> right, so if he, if he if he bonks the hammer, the little mini yeah. hammer on the ground, what does he turn into? Um, well, he, he like goes, a regular yeah, frog? He's a regular yeah, brown a regular frog. frog. He becomes, he's a regular brown frog who becomes Thor, yes. Wait, he becomes a frog Thor. 
Yes, he's a regular friend. I think we've established that. that. What part of this concept are you not getting, Jason? We're just I trying think to the get part where it makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, I'm going to say... I'm going to go around the audience hanging out, hand out ribbons. Okay, i got to throw this out finish here with the Galaxy Quest thing is... I did not get the DVD the first time around, and it's still, if they did a whole new batch of interviews and stuff, it's actually well worth getting, although there's no director's commentary. But, and which I think is the best part of this, is that there's an actual alternate language track. The entire film has been redubbed in Thermian. Oh, they did that for the original release. Which they did, so it's, re- so it's retained. Yes, I knew it had been on the original, and I think that and is the best, best in-joke that I will never actually watch, <laughs> but... Dang it! I admire the it's, integrity of doing that. It's great in, in I concept. Where I will watch it with the Thermian tr- by Grabthar's hammer. I will <laughs> watch. Excellent. And, and the interviews are great. Don't hit the equipment. Are the interviews also in Thermian? No, but they talk Damn about the, they talk about the evolution of the Thermian language and how Enrico <laughs> Colantoni wow. had actually created that all himself. And, and that's why the cast. I hope he got paid for that. Uh, well, the dude, he did sort of, I on. guess. You know. Um, mm. So wait, now that we have a Thermian track for that, can we go back and do what the re- now required Thermian uh, Big Lebowski? Because I want to hear that more than anything. <laughs> I think you have a new life's goal. Why don't you get that done? You know, all I think you need is a little bit of, um, and it'll be in Thermian. Helium. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Helium. 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 Just for you. <laughs> oh, excellent. Uh, <laughs> So, uh, and also on television, of course, they announced all their upfront. Uh, the what's been canceled, what's been renewed. We've lost Sarah Connor. Mm. Uh, May she rest in peace. Well, I we lost her a little while ago. Yeah. That did free Lena Headey, Hedy, whatever. Hedy. Yeah, for the rest of us. And oh, okay, <laughs> you have personal plans, Chris. Oh, <laughs> oh dear. This is okay. Stalker alert. Watch out. This Lena. is getting awkward. Uh, but getting? But <laughs> dude, you really haven't listened to our podcast before. This is nothing. <laughs> Oh, if you want me to step it up, I can't go oh, there. No, no. <laughs> okay. There was good news too. Uh, Chuck has been renewed. Chuck's been renewed, mm-hmm. and yeah. except for the whole, you know, every part of an episode is set in a subway. Yeah, it's a little. Yeah, it could be a little tough. Although, you know, fresh. you got footlongs for Before five. Before we bucks, go out to battle, good. evil, let's have a footlong. Yeah. That is value. <laughs> he That's said value. footlong. <laughs> I don't and like and Chuck. And and dollhouse. I, dollhouse. Yeah. That was the you, That's Fox the shocker, had, Fox had to decide between renewing Sarah Connor basically or or Dollhouse and they went for Dollhouse because of people watching on Hulu and uh, mm. and also Joss Whedon reduced the amount it costs to uh, right. produce it. He pro- that was the reason why they did the thirteenth episode. Yeah. Proved he could do one that was uh, cheaper to produce. Which you know it's I think on. bodes not well for Dollhouse. Meh. Mm. Mark my words. You hear it. You heard it here first. All right. How much was Doctor Horrible's to produce? Yeah, that was that was pretty inexpensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true too. A uh, comment was just made that it, that uh, that uh, Sarah Connor is not actually owned by Fox. It's owned oh. currently by Warner. And there's a rumor actually that there's a strange loophole in that contract that MGM could snag it back. The Carol Co. properties are yeah. messed up seriously. <laughs> um, uh, that's why Hudson Hawk uh, oh, is another one that's actually caught up in that, which is now currently owned. Yeah, and I know everyone's we're waiting for about that. that. Show sure fans, oh, Hudson Hawk. Yeah, we'll 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 never get to see Hudson Hawk. There's a lot to say, actually, about... Uh, because we didn't lose enough money the first time. No. Right. No. I think you bring back the current Bruce Willis. <laughs> sure. <laughs> 
Bruce Willis in the Danny Aiello role. A little drunk, longer. Mm. Yeah. yeah, Bruce Willis in the Danny Aiello role, and you know you get to play uh, uh, Hudson Hawk. That Russian kid. That Russian kid. Yeah. Okay, Antonio. there you go. And Russian. He's Russian. Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> I do want to say, though, that Chuck being brought back is also, not only is it everything's going to be in the subway, we have to wait for Heroes to run its course uh, next season, and yes. then Chuck takes its slot. So they're going to leave it oh, at Monday really? at 8, but starting in January after all the Heroes have a And how many people oh, okay. think Heroes is going to run its course. I don't know. I'm very behind. I, I'm, if, that's a, that if tells you mean you like a, a disease, then Yeah, maybe? like a disease. There's yeah. fever, <laughs> and then there's night sinus trouble. How many relapse do you normally <laughs> have in the... Yeah. Sinus trouble, and then flashbacks in time. Yes. Uh, so, yeah. Flash forwards. So yeah, heroes, heroes okay, lost me this It's a time to play yeah. Stump the Zorlax. It's time to play Stump the Zorlax. I think we're done. We... Stump the Zorlax. I love that. That is the best. Here. That is the best theme song we can come up with. <laughs> <laughs> it, hey, it reverberated off the. I know that was a little creepy. That, I, I hear walls. I mean, na 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 Hey hey. Stump the Zorlax. I like that a little better. That's actually worse. I think. Okay. Uh, that would be the time uh, in our, our traditional Bacon uh, podcasting where we turn this over to the audience to ask questions. Uh, well, actually, you should describe it since it was your idea to have Stump the Zorlock in the first place. Well, this is uh, we, 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 I, sitting next to me, to my left, uh, so there's no confusion, is one of the <laughs> great uh, comic trivia minds in the world who can not only recall but interpret and in- Occasionally invent reasons for things having happened. In Although the, to be uh, fair, crazy. unlike Tom Galloway, I've yeah. never beaten Mark Wade or uh, Kurt Busiek in a trivia. You off, are so, so lucky you Tom is not here. I know yeah, that yeah, was that, right. Tom yeah. would kill one. He of was us. sitting right in the front row, and I think yeah. he's just here to make you like make you cry like yeah. a baby. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so brought Tom in. It's any question from the audience that you have about comics that it could be something you really want to know I thought it was comics and Star Trek okay well oh, wait, wait, oh, yes, oh, wait. We oh wait I'm guests you're like. guests yeah. okay. so we, this is the part where we Zorlack do have fabulous com- prizes we, we will of course start with the less than fabulous prizes and work up to the fabulous prizes but uh, let's call them proto fabulous yeah, we'll, we'll expose what okay, they are well, when they when oh, they're we'll won. be exposing we'll be the prizes boy. a little later yeah. Okay. Um, exposing items. Oh, so, wow. he reaches under uh, the table. do we have a question from the audience? A comics-related trivia question. It's just there that are easy. Literally thousands of we're not, people it, here. It's really not going to be who stumped him, right. So much as who had the best. As I pointed out to Carlos, he says, "I don't know if I know all of it." And I was like, "We do intend to actually give the stuff away." So <laughs> that's right. So that's uh, who, who's Batman. Which one? Right now? Yeah. Right at this No, no, no. Who's Batman? On, on what earth? <laughs> yeah. oh. 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 Give that man a prize. Okay, okay. here we go. <laughs> Thank you. And this, world, like, and this is how it works. <laughs> See, that was an example for everyone else. Oh. I'm going to go home with all my lovely prizes. Fabulous prizes. No, you, sir. How about... Um, Come up to the mic, Mr. Nelson. Yes. All righty. Uh-oh, I've displaced a uh, garden gnome. Who are you and what's your password? <laughs> I am not a number. I am a free fan. Steven Nelson, BCTV, and um, other things. But anyway, um, what is the most obscure reference in Ambush Buck? <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know, there used to be a tree over there. Now there's a stump. I think. 
wasn't it a like a King Lear reference? I'm assuming this is not necessarily open to interpretation. About the anvil. Uh, on my head. Well, I can say it's still one of the things I would say that not a lot of people uh, realize about Ambush Bug. Is not a lot of people realize who Ambush Bug is. First of all, so that in and of itself is obscure. Yeah, that's true. If you are not aware, Ambush Bug is like. The he was a villain. The universally most loved uh, weird superhero <laughs> of the fanboy planet team. He was team. green. Uh, yeah, started out as a villain who had the teleporting abilities while dressed as a as a green, as yellow antenna. Bug. Fought Superman. Fought Superman, and then they realized there was something funny about him, and he came back, appeared in an issue of Supergirl, thinking that Supergirl was Superman in drag. And I often confused. make that same mistake. mistake. Uh, well, yeah, Brandon Routh is a pretty, pretty man. And uh, so... Uh, and then also uh, ended up in the future where his powers mutated so he didn't have to depend on technology. He could just teleport himself. That's what I'm hoping for. And then went into it a tremendously surreal series of miniseries. Uh, <laughs> really and this weird. is what I'd say is, the, is probably the most obscure reference to it is that actually people realize, don't realize that while Keith Giffen and Robert Lauren Fleming were kind of credited as co-plotters for this and Robert Lauren Fleming would have to script it, Keith Giffen would actually just draw whatever he felt mm-hmm. like drawing from panel to panel and it was Fleming's job to, to make it into a to story. Make it, it so I would say probably the most obscure now yeah so there's a panel where actually uh, Ambush Bug is in his office in one scene one panel and the next panel is being chased by elephants <laughs> and, and then he's back in his office and Fleming had to make that make sense but probably now history has not been kind to the other books of the DC Universe so the actual episode where he is being uh, the issue where he is being chased by Scabbard who was a villain in a, in a miniseries by Robert Lauren Fleming called Thriller who had been beheaded oh, so Scabbard is looking for his head, and he's called Scabbard because the back, his spine, is actually a scabbard for his sword. Very handy. And so I would say that's probably the most obscure reference now, because people don't know. People don't know, remember this series ever happened. With good reason. You know what I was going to go with? What? The Heroclix figure. What? It's a lot shorter explanation, too. Sure, but he was going with... <laughs> Does that mean he doesn't yeah. get a fabulous prize? Give him a fabulous prize. I think you, you deserve... Because you actually answered the question, is what I'm saying. Yeah. And, by the way, Zorlax don't go for the short answer. Thanks, Rick. That's true. How else do I'm we spin out bonus episodes? Zorlax, don't, don't, they go, <laughs> awesome. don't the Zorlax go for the appropriate length answer? So, <laughs> Chris... <laughs> Rick? You said no, Steven Nelson, Russian or not Russian? <laughs> Steven... Not Russian. Do you like Do you like originals or sequels? I Okay. So what you're going to get is purchased at an earlier Baycon from one of our illustrious dealers a VHS which means universally viewable. <laughs> Don't worry about high def or uh, Blu-ray or any other stuff. Copy of Chinese Ghost Story. An amazing Waxa film in its own right. A fine example of Hong Kong cinema. There you go. Cinema from Hong Kong. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) That's what we like to hear. It's its own kind of fabulousness. And now everyone's afraid of what the next fabulous prize is. I'm in fear. All right. Any other... uh, Stump the Zorlax. Stump the Zorlax. Another question from the audience? uh, It's just that easy, folks. Please. (laughs) There are no losers here. Actually, maybe there are only losers here. Oh, shh. Oh, not oh. I'm kidding. Here I we're okay. Us. I Dude, love us. Here we're okay. We're amongst our own. <laughs> yeah. 
One of us. One of us. We have a question. We, we've got a question from Ed. Go ahead, ask a question. Hostile question. Hostile question. Ed, uh, we'd like permission to treat this as a hostile witness. Go ahead, ask your comic book question into the mic. And actually, it, it came up today. Right, right into the mic, Ed. Oh, okay. There, there was some conversation that uh, about you know superheroes that, that would you know rip you off or impregnate people too quickly to be caught doing it. And I accused DC. The entire comic line? The entire DC universe would impregnate you and run off quickly? I, I, Not me. You, but that if it were you felt violated by Final Crisis? That, that it would be a DC character. You know, the Flash, Superman, somebody like that. No, I know exactly which one it would be. And, and here it would be appropriate. Like, this would be the incorrigible Ant-Man. Yeah, in yes, Marvel, the Marvel Universe. Sure. Is the, but he's, he's accusing Ant-Man. DC. The incorrigible oh, Ant-Man. Well, no, this is not, not your father's. It's not Ant-Man. your father's Ant-Man. Yeah. This is a guy who stole the suit and would just as soon uh, and is using the suit to get to get dates. Was obviously, a DC character. No, it could, it was, be. It, 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 it could be. I think it was the Earth Two Adam. Actually, I think he did. So, uh, no, actually, he didn't. No, you know, I, I'll give you this. Actually, you're right. Iron Monroe. A World War II hero created by Roy Thomas to uh, replace Superman in the All-Star Squadron after they said there was no Earth 2 Superman. Iron Monroe was revealed to have had uh, at least two children out of wedlock. There are so many parallel universes out there. And in fact, there may be an infinite number of them. We, we should find some way to bring them together, don't that, you think? It's oh. really a crisis. <laughs> Again. It's a lot simpler. <laughs> anything that can happen has already happened an infinite number of times. I think everybody would like that. Give him a prize. <laughs> Give him a prize. Okay, okay. So, thank you for that question. And in, in, in recognition of the effort that you put into uh, coming up with that very question, we'd you like to... get you, an almost again, fabulous prize. universally viewable in VHS format, we have Chinese Ghost Story 2. Which is wow. actually the better one. Don't you wish you'd asked another question, Stephen yes. Nelson? Thank you. In thank China, you. the sequels are better than the originals. <laughs> Or actually, they're just go. retelling. I, think I can the say, I can say, oh, so just like American yeah. sequels. That's the last yeah, exactly. VHS prize we've got. That's the last VHS one we have. Uh, okay, so uh, but don't we want a Star Trek question next? You oh. want to start? You want to go right there because I think that's the best prize we got. Agreed. You want I a Star Trek so. question? We're going to stump the guest. The guest Zorlak. We're going to stump Carlos a Star Trek question. Star we Trek should. Question. I we just want to issue a caveat before we do this. Uh, you know, oh no, it, caveats. My caveat is that I use Memory Alpha a lot, so... Memory Alpha being a website that has a lot of Star Trek trivia It's like it. the wiki of Star Trek mm. knowledge. Well, then you've been exposed to a lot of knowledge, haven't Again you? Again, right. with the exposing. There's, you know, this is a kid's bacon. You know, I see no children here. Yeah. The, well, I think the, we the should, family room is right back there. We might take, like, three questions and okay. then give the prize to the best one. The best question. Regardless of whether or not you're able okay, to Okay, bring it. Because it's a good prize. Come on, bring it, people. Do we have a Star, Star, Trek, question. Star Trek question from the audience? Come now. Come on, shout. They're, the audience oh, is huddling amongst themselves. Yeah, let it all out. Come on. You could even ask Did who's Russian on the Star Trek crew. <laughs> you may be surprised with the answer. Whoa. Chris Pine? Partial credit. <laughs> Partial credit. Does that mean you win the fabulous prize? I, I've already got one. So. All right. Okay. Yes. Yes. We have mic. a question. Come to the mic. Who are you? I'm Brian Oldham, and my question is, in the DS9 episode, 
Trials and Tribulations, the Time Police said that uh, James Tiberius Kirk had 17 separate violations of Starfleet's time... Of the time temporal pro- prime directive, yes. Yes. How many of them can you name and tell us? Ooh. Wow. Wow. And I'd say we have we have to have a cap. Like, he has to hit at least five or seven of them dance to... I think that's a good question. That's that a good question. Good that's yeah. an excellent question. Wow. Wow. Is that for the panel wow. or just for... Uh, uh, I'm going to... Well, well the Carlos is the Zorlax, so let's, let's say, should we should say a minimum five? Can you come up with a... a minimum, minimum five. Okay, I'll try. Okay. Five out of 17. You should be able to do that. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, assignment Earth. Okay. Okay. It was groovy. Uh, tomorrow is yesterday. Yes. Um, well, of course, you know, start voyage home. Yeah, do they have to, be, one. Do they have to be Kirk instigated or just Kirk involved? Kirk involved. Well, that's okay. involved. What yeah. do you think? Kirk involved. Okay. That's right, because we're yeah. going by what these temporal okay. police people said. You know, yeah. not you. <laughs> so that's okay. Three. So that's three. I know um, obvious ones coming up. All right. Uh, Oh, well, Generations. Yes. Hello. Okay, yeah. Um, okay, one more. Damn. Oh, oh my God. No! Oh, you are not on! You are blanking on this one? <laughs> wow. No way! I thought, this is as the you were only one most people would get. And the first one that came to my mind. Wow. Really? Yeah. I, you know, I had the same problem with the seven dwarves. <laughs> I can only ever name six of them Dog. at a time. And not Russian. Oh, <laughs> City on the Edge of Forever. Yay! Yay! Yes. All right. That was a close one, folks. There's also the one where Spock goes into the the past along with McCoy. Uh, that was City on the Edge of Forever. No, 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 no. Oh, no, you're no. talking about, but the Kirk ki- didn't do that one. Yeah, I know. I was trying yeah. to figure yeah, out. Yeah, that's the one when they're on opposite sides of the of the cave, and, and, right. and a, Spock does the you know yeah, who who with, with you know who who. Yeah, the, yeah. I She was Zara Beth. Hey, I should get some kind of credit for that. Zara Beth. Yep. Yes. Yes. And there's an animated episode. Mr. Okay. Mr. That was a pretty good question. That was a pretty good question. That was an excellent question. question. And thank I you for giving me, like, the five, because I don't think I could do all 17. Yeah. That, that, like that five was 17. a fair amount. You know, they didn't show all the stories Kirk was involved in, so those I think some of those may have been, you know, yeah. outside, yeah, so of, outside of what was broadcast. Okay. So, that's Anyone right now you're in the number one position. The only way you can get knocked out of number one position for the prize is if somebody comes up with a better question. Uh, that actually stumps me. Wait, do you have one? I, come on, people. There's somebody in the, back. in the back row. She keeps pushing you, like, saying, go ahead, high. go get up come there. Come on. Yes. 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 Yeah. Behind every embarrassed man is, is a, a woman pushing woman. him forward. Yeah. <laughs> come on, sit down. What's your name? Uh, Greg Piles. Greg. Welcome, Greg. Thank you. Uh, it's not What's really your wife's name? I'd say hello Shelley. in Thermian. Thank you, Shelley. Yeah. <laughs> it's not really a stumping question, but I do have a question about the most recent movie. So since Spock is already back in time, if he goes back and prevents the supernova sooner, can we completely negate that movie? Ooh. I can answer that. Um, you are not in competition. <laughs> yeah. We could if we chose to. <laughs> but he's got his hands full, you know, rebuilding... Oh, I can't give spoilers, can I? Oh, Let's no. just say Spock has his hands full, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Those of you who've seen the movie know there's work to be done that Spock is only 
Uh, but I would say... Let's just say it's Pond Far full-time. <laughs> wow. Wow. I hadn't even thought about it that way. I've had that Dude, dream. they've got to rebuild, man. Yes. How do you, how do you, how do you thing, get citizenship from Vulcan? But the thing is, the thing is that it is an alternate timeline. So I that, think given his age, he's going to need negated. some porn far. Oh. I'm just saying. Oh. Wow. That pun was almost worth it. Okay. Oh, well, that's good. That's oh. good. Um, thank you very much, Greg. Thank you, Greg. Thank you. So far, no fabulous prizes, though. And thank you, Sean. Let's see. Well, we're going to see we'll if we get a third one. Okay, come on. And then we're going to let the audience vote. Let's go. So uh, uh, is there a third Star Trek question? A stump? Stump? Of, come on. Stump 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 Star Trek question. you managed to survive Star Trek Farther than With I thought. Just I was a, gonna it's just a tiny beads of perspiration. On I your know. Yes. <laughs> Ross looks like he's got a question. No. Okay. I think he's just admiring your microphone. We get that a lot. So just okay, okay, God, yes. have a question. Okay. Who are you? Um, stepping on somebody's shoes. Ah. <laughs> I'm, on. Um, I'm Christine Doyle. I've been on this thing before. Hey, Christine, welcome back. We like having regulars. Um, all right, so here's my stumper question, and I don't know what you set your criteria for, but what is the name of Dr. McCoy's daughter? Joanna. Oh, yes! Wow. Yes! Very well played, sir. Did not even blink. Nicely. Wow, that Very was well great. Played, sir. There was confidence. You see that in slow motion, though? Joanna. <laughs> She's not Russian. <laughs> no. Very good, very good. Kentuckian. Well, I think we need to throw this up to the audience. Okay. We have the temporal displacements. Tem- temporal Tem- prime directive. Temporal, temporal prime directive question. We've got Spock Ponfar. And we've got uh, McCoy's, daughter. McCoy. McCoy's daughter. So I just want to I want to hear a round of applause for question number one, which was temporal, temporal prime, prime, prime directive. directive. Okay. okay, and now for Spock Ponfar. The dude still has it. And finally, McCoy's daughter. Oh, okay. Oh, that was cool. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. We had one very enthusiastic audience member <laughs> making a lot of noise. Well, you know, we have enthusiasm. I, yeah, you call it. You're the moral. I want to hear it one You're more the moral compass. compass. I need Which one more. I need, okay, I want to hear it one more time. We got temporal. Audience Woo! or temporal for those of you who speak English. Uh, tempura. He was hungry. Is oh, I am hungry. The dipping sauce. Ponfar. I gotta, Ponfar. You gotta give it to Ponfar. Ponfar. And you have a copy of Star Trek now Monopoly, the Continuum Edition, the brand new Continuum Edition. Now, aren't you glad that you let the significant other push is, you forward? This is courtesy of USAopoly, a company who personalizes Monopoly games, and so this is. And obviously, because you are a man who didn't like the new movie, this is all the old ones. Yeah, this, this is, including is, even this is Jeffrey Canon Archer. Prime. Canon Prime. I did like the new movie. Did you say USAopoly? USAopoly. They make personalized monopolies? Yes. yes. Chris Garcia-opoly could happen? No. It, no, it, no, it could happen. happen. But some but things are a crime against humanity. <laughs> Do not even admit the possibility. Yeah. <laughs> is it time to slap Chris again? Can an audience If it's possible, that means there's a universe where it's happened. <laughs> I think that's the same universe with the frog Thor. Yeah, I think it is. <laughs> the Chris Garcia Opoly was was created from a splinter of Mjolnir. You know, just picture my face on every bill. And I know Derek they don't have bills anymore. Monopoly is now done with credit cards. I'm not kidding. 
it's this, shocking. They use okay. a Monopoly credit card. We, we've, we've said Garcia's name three times in the mirror now, so <laughs> <laughs> that means it's time for him to show up and give us wrestling news. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Did did I, I, I still had prizes. We'll get back to more prizes. Yeah, we can give out actually some wrestling prizes. Okay, then my prizes. Two audience members that wrestle will get prizes. There are more prizes to come, but right now we're going to do the Garcia wrestling bit. Wrestling news right now that's really important is that Ric Flair, the man of the hour, the power of power, will probably be wrestling again. Uh, Again? Yes, Yes, a huge retirement ceremony just a year and a half ago, and he is already considering returning to the ring. He's the Brett Favre of wrestling. Yes. Um, This is saddened some who wanted to see a great, you know, wrestling is famous for fake retirements, but, uh, you know... Rick Flair coming She should get a fabulous prize. Lovely, lovely Debbie, Debbie Schneider. Schneider. Thank you for coming. Not Debbie Schneider? Yeah. For those of you who didn't hear that, she showed up De- next to the podcast table and said, You guys still here? Yes. But yeah, so Rick Flair like coming out, back. Debbie? It saddens me. Yes. Saddened. Debbie. So that's it? That's, that's all the wrestling that's, that's, well, not right. Honestly, right now, it's everything's sort of in a holding pattern because everyone's either hurt. Uh, oh. Shawn Michaels is out. I or, thought it was all or fake. fake. How it hurt? It's uh, not fake. It's just falsified. Okay. Difference. It's not it's fake. Like it's staged. You know? There's a big right, difference. Exactly. It's not yeah. fake. It's embarrassing. No. Oh. 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 Tight pants. <laughs> Me and yeah. Brett Schneider are going to fight. Ooh. I'm going to lose because he's got the reach. <laughs> but yes. Oh, actually, there's another interesting and thing. Other two um, what is he doing? After? In the world of mixed martial arts, mm-hmm. Mr. Bobby Lashley, who is, uh, if you've ever seen him, he's about uh, 74 feet tall, uh, with muscles on top of muscles on top of other muscles. Is he a pink balloon shark? Oh, yeah, yeah. I saw him in Terminator Salvation. Yes. He looks... Yeah, he's covered in metal, and he would, like, pluck people from... Oh, yeah. He yes. was he's... awesome in that. Uh, he beat a guy a in 24 seconds in his mixed martial arts. I'm frankly wow. surprised it took that long. Yeah. He uh, he hit him, and then he choked him out. Um, that, that That's how it worked. It, it's, tell, talking about it has taken longer than his actual fight. Wow. Um, so the big news is probably going to be, uh, we're looking at down the line, a Lashley-Brock Lesnar match. Oh. Uh, yeah, it's, it's imminent. Yes. Huh. Imminent. I wouldn't say imminent. I'd say we have two years. But then when it happens, it'll be an implosion, explosion, applosion. It'll be some kind of plosion. Some kind of plosion. Either Uh, way, Jason Shockett will like it. XM makes me happy. (laughs) Yes. So that is the wrestling news from Christopher J. Garcia. And if you like wrestling news, you can go to fanboyplanet.com and read Chris's somewhat irregular column. <laughs> luckily, they, luckily, they have pills for that. Yes. yes. The only wrestling column written by a Hugo nominee. This Hugo is, loser. This is true. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Thank you. He's one of us now. <laughs> so we got. We do have. We do have two more prizes. Two more, prizes. Do we have more, two more prizes? prizes. Excellent. And how, how, are we, how are we going to do this these? one? How are we giving these? I think. Probably by We're giving away a Manila envelope. I yes. think we padded. I'm gonna just, I'm gonna make this this kind of brazen wrap? and unfair claim that there are two people who've been in the audience since the start, and we should recognize mm. those people with a prize. Just giving I them agree. a prize, for even though even if they're Russian, buddies. especially if they're Russian. We? Are you Russian? Can we establish their Russian background? Just say yes. <laughs> D- no, just say da. He can neither confirm nor deny. He Sorry, says. we were looking. That sounds yes. Russian to me. Yeah. Thank you, right. the winner. I would like courtesy of Big Honcho Media. This is actually 
the Coraline prize package. Ooh. With whoa, a Coraline whoa, whoa, t-shirt. Whoa. Yeah, I you didn't even that. know, did you? Uh, well, oh wow. You know, maybe if if they do pull up. This has uh, postcards, bookmarks, pens, you can come up and get and it. a t-shirt. And buttons to replace your eyes. eyes yes. It's uh, Coraline. That is some it, it is. package. And, <laughs> Thank you for Do playing our game. To, Do we oh, need God, to kill me. <laughs> no? Okay. Now, Carlos, maybe since he wants that, but maybe since he's here as a guest, should we be getting in the habit of giving prize packages to guests? I thought... He's replaced his eyes with buttons. <laughs> yeah, <it's replaced laughs> oh, my God. Buttons. Oh, my God. Okay. You know, actually, I would love the... But, you know, I believe audience first. Audience first. What a I will forego... Okay. Derek if he wants. I'm going to... This is going to be one versus... What one six, right? We're gonna have you guys are fighting him for the prize. Actually, you've already got one, so it's really fine. I'm down for that. Mm. So, <laughs> if you can come up with <laughs> it's been a long weekend, <laughs> a Neil Gaiman trivia question, <laughs> then you're gonna win it. Neil Gaiman would be the author of the do. original children's book Coraline, Coraline. and uh, any question will do. Also, the any question will do. You yes, just gotta have yes, this. Yes, yeah. Yeah, that's What's his birthday? What's his birthday? How would we even verify that? I'm going to say... I don't believe... Neil Gaiman was not born. He was decanted. I think so. (laughs) He was stitched together from the parts of lesser writers. Didn't he bud (laughs) off of Alan Moore? It it does feel like that sometimes. I believe he arrived full formed and on a horse. He sprang forth fully formed from Zeus's forehead. No question. I think this is the audience saying. Well, I think she said it was his birthday. It was his birthday, oh, yeah. and she, and none of us that was, knew. That yeah. was pretty clever. Yeah. It was that pretty was clever. Actually, technically, we were stumped. So I, I was, which I yeah. Uh, so you can have. All right, you win the you Coraline win, yeah, prize package. And if you have not seen this film, it is an awesome, awesome movie coming out on DVD shortly. I'm sure. Okay. I haven't seen it. Okay, we have another Neil Gaiman. Oh, but I have no prizes left. Oh, we're... Yes. What magazine did the Neil Gaiman, David Gibbons the drink interview appear in before no, Watchmen? Right. Would or did? He does get to answer because he's, because part, he's, part, of he's part of the panel. Go, Chris. See, that means it was a, a badly selected question. No New well, okay. Garcia comes through in the clinch and has forgotten the answer to the question. See, his head's kind of like a cheese. Comics Journal. Comics Journal, May 1984. Wow. He may have a Zorlak in training. Indeed. You look very Zorlakian. Okay. <laughs> Never admit why. You have a, you have a you have only a, only admit to your strength. You, you have a very zor lackluster. Well, we've got anything else on the uh, on the agenda? Uh, I I don't know. Your your wife's kind of indicating that she's listened she, to us she, enough today. She's been gone most I of the time. <laughs> I know, and that's what I like. think it's time for sushi. <laughs> so uh, you know, the word sushi refers to the rice, not the meat. Uh, it's also not Russian. Also, no. <laughs> although the Russians did take one of the northern islands of Japan, yeah, I think I, I, I think we're at the end of the agenda. I think we're at the end of the agenda. Okay, and so uh, let's wrap it up. We thank everybody for sticking with us. This is a great podcast. Thank great you, podcast. studio audience. Give yourselves a big Thank you very much for being here. Thank our special guest, Carlos. Every chair out there is sat in. If you ever find yourself in Santa Clara.
You need to you need to come by. Come by. Elusive come Comics. By. Where and is games. it? I need to come by again. Elusive Comics and Games, two seven two five El Camino Real Suite one hundred four in Santa Clara, California. Next to the Juicy Burger. Indeed, <laughs> so you can the eat only place and I buy my comics. I can eat and podcast. Yes, there's also a sushi place around the corner, so you. Can, I'm you set. Can have it all. That's all we need, folks. Anyway, and of course, uh, is it every, when is it? Uh, every <laughs> Wednesday night. They just are show you, up. Are you accusing Rick of something? Just of occasionally sneaking yeah. out of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's usually out to get a juicy usually, burger. Usually <laughs> Wednesday nights, uh, but you can just show up, and eventually a podcast forms around you. It's really weird. Wow, that's what happened this time. Yeah, it, it kind of was. Carlos had no idea what was lying in wait really for him when didn't. he came here to this. So, all I know so is now I can you, add guest you. Zorlak to my resume. Fantastic. Thank Thanks you, again, Carlos. Carlos. Thank you. And uh, thanks, Chris Garcia. Thank you for having me. As also, always. not Russian. Uh, Jason uh, Shockett. Correct. I think I want one of those juicy burgers now. Me okay. too. I'm starving, man. That sounded. Good. I'm Rick Bressider. I'm Derek McCaw. And, and we're reminding Jesus you to yeah. reminding you to use your powers only for good. Yeah. And thanks once again to the great Luke Ski for use of his music in this podcast. Visit Luke Ski at www.lukeski.com. We got comics. You read comics, Carlos? I read lots of comics. Okay, so we can talk about Battle for the Cowl, and you can be... Uh, I, I can be somewhat conversant You about can have it. an opinion. That's yes. all we really need to get right I have there. lots of opinions. I have more opinions than and I have comics. How about Pet Avengers? Did you read... <laughs> Actually, we've I have got some. We've point. got some controversy over Pet Avengers. Uh, did you see Terminator Salvation? I just saw it. Okay, so good. We can argue about that. We right? can. We, of course... You know, we've been doing special... Special ones. We haven't actually had a chance to talk about on the podcast Star Trek, so you know we're of course going to have to ask your opinion. I will be free and to share it with you. You're free to uh, Harry Potter. We've talked about future things. Uh, let me say we have a game called Stump the Zorlak, which is. Uh, am I the Zorlak no, in this scenario? I am usually you're, the Zorlak. You're the because, Zorlak because I've read a dangerous amount of comic books <laughs> over and over and over again, and uh, so I, I know a lot. Uh, and I'm just I'm, enough to be dangerous. I'm just a well-read geek. Yeah. But because we have you, you can be the guest Zorlak for Star Trek. I'm going to add that to my resume. Mm-hmm. Actually, guest Zorlak. And the initial, yeah. See, the initial um, definition of Zorlak would be someone who could uh, recognize when something is in Klingon, <laughs> but a Zorlak actually is fluent in Klingonese. And you can apply that to whatever you know. Uh, that's a good. Uh, that's a good criterion. Yeah, we. we like I actually it. used to give Klingon speaking lessons to actors on set because there's a certain way to to well, speak Klingon. Kind of you know, thing. you've got to have the gutter. You got to have a little spit. We might be blowing the interview here. This is. Uh, we should be. <laughs> oh yeah, should I shut up and save no, all the good no, stuff for should, later? This is good because we, you and I. This is the pre-interview. Only people might be able to listen in. Can they hear? Is it out there? Okay, so, all right, cool. Okay, now I'll play with...
My name is Chris Garcia. Okay. I am the one I'll sitting at the end of the table. My <laughs> secret word is fries. Is I have never killed a man. Okay, Jason, let's hear you on the same mic. Your secret word is fries. Why is your secret word fries? Well, that's good anymore that you said it. Okay, that's okay. good. My safe word is ouch. You're good. That's You're a good. good safe word. You're good. Not as good as Delaware. I, I was told <laughs> safe Delaware. words are for amateurs. What? <laughs> I didn't hear you. Dude. I was told last night at a party. So, safe well, word. I'm proud to be a rank amateur. Okay, you, your yes. mic, as usual, needs to be, needs closer, to be closer. All right. Yeah. What is, okay. What is? You're on three. Why is yours all messed up? There we go. One. I, I touch nothing. They <laughs> pan out. Okay, talk, Derek. Okay, I can easily talk. By the way, where where in the podcast do you want to put Stump the Zorlack? Hmm. Uh, let's put it uh, kind of three quarters of the way through. Okay, that's good. Because again, we do have a confirmed special guest Zorlack tonight. Okay, keep talking. Okay, I will. Uh, did you take a, get a chance to look over our? T- yeah, I think we talked about that beforehand. Uh, so we'll do the interview up top, and then have Carlos be kind of a guest commentator throughout. How's that? Okay, that's Sounds good. good? Mm. Carlos, talk. I will start talking now until you tell me to stop. That's my mic. He's on my mic, so it sounds perfect. <laughs> okay. Keep talking. Keep talking. Oh, all right. We can, we can make perfection better. Oh, you know, yeah, if there are any makeup artists in the room, I could really use one. Or, okay. Uh, costume. Although, oh, does, what does a Zorlak look like? If I'm going to be a guest, like that, you know, pretty, pretty much like that. that. No, I'm a little hurt. I think I can approximate that. I actually have a pair of glasses exactly like that. That's well, it. I used Sadly, to have a pair of glasses like that. So, uh, that's that's it. Are we separated at birth? Are we Zorlak twins? Oh, well, that's nice. That's kind of disturbing. It's really disturbing. You cannot handle it. Sausage. You can't handle the Zorlak. Mutant fish bird in issue 24 of Green Arrow, second series. You know, I actually, I actually when read the second <laughs> series of Green Arrow. When you lean into the mic, try going left Seattle, instead of right. Right by my house. Right. The, okay. okay. The, the mic yeah. I know yeah, exactly where that, there, There's an, it's an actual place the, where his apartment was. Evan is a place. It's a real place on Capitol Hill in Seattle. Nice. Huh. Wow. What? See, is that, is that geeky enough that for you? Good. Is that, that comic geeky yeah. enough for you? <laughs> See, I got the... Oh. I got the chops for comics, <laughs> uh, comics geekery. All righty. Oh, yeah. Derek, <laughs> Derek. Your <laughs> Derek, do you want any anime news or any video game stuff? If you have any, and yeah, you've got I a got parrot, so stuff. go ahead. Yeah, well, well, I think know. anyone with a parrot trumps I everything. Parrot, yes. Okay. I lost all parrot? my parrots last night. I had three, and they all fell in my pocket. What are you doing with a parrot in your pocket? Or are you just happy to see me? We were in the fanzine lounge, had these parrots on sticks, and so I had three. My last name is McCall, got, the joke being, oh, you, know, gotcha. so, you know, they gave me the all these parrot, parrots. You got the parrot I was ribbons, actually right? reenacting yeah. summer blockbusters with parrots. And you know, you got the parrot ribbons. Every, I did I not get a parrot ribbon. Parrot I only have a words. use your power for good uh, ribbon. Uh, and yeah. Something yeah. about evil, touched by evil. Yes. Chris, talk. Hello. Touch. How are you today, Rick Snyder? I'm fine, thank you. Jason, talk. What a lovely purple shirt that is. You don't look remotely... Um, I say that. Does that mean you went to? Uh, oh no, I was thinking no. that was the University of Washington thing. But we oh, had that come up in the in the oh, right. over yeah. there. But uh, the the cow kind of movies. obviates that. Yes. You know, oh, movies, of course. Suckers. Awesome. Pods are for invading aliens, actually. Yes, exactly. 
Okay. Mr. Science Theater pod people. That now, if you just had someone dressed up as Buddy Jesus, we'd have like a Are you ready? set. Okay. God, it's, we're, we're only five to eight minutes late, and we're good. Yay! For us, that's good. Yay! All right. So the rules are no rules. It's like Fight Club. Wait a minute. Minus the don't talk uh, about Fight well, Club. Well, yeah, you've already talked about it. <laughs> Except so. at any point, at any point, members of the audience may, in fact, are encouraged to come up and slap the Garcia. It's just, it's a, it's a standing invitation. It is a game and its own prize. And a euphemism. <laughs> Two men enter, one man leaves. Yes. <laughs> You're gonna have to negotiate with his. Yeah. Okay. Slap man. Uh, Are you ready? Because we're going to take the sound down and it's going to come back up again. And then I'll lead into you. Okay. Then we'll go, we'll start down there doing introductions going this way. Okay. All right. Introduce a special guest last. And Derek, quickly tell everyone what we're going to, going to we're, what's our order <laughs> of chaos tonight? Our order of chaos tonight, uh, for pre-show, we rarely have to do this. We will be uh, interviewing our very special guest. Because uh, at Baycom we get to have the special guests. Then we're going to be uh, running down some comics news, some talking about uh, summer blockbusters, some that have come out, uh, some that have not yet. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about television. We have a little game show section we call Stump the Zorlak with valuable prizes. And, uh, fabulous prizes. Fabulous. Uh, not valuable, but fabulous. Uh, they might be valuable someday. And fabulous. You know, and fabulous. Uh, and then, uh, I feel fabulous. You, you're looking fabulous, fellas. And... Uh, Jason says he might weigh in with some video game and anime news. And, of course, we've got Garcia, if he has not been slapped out of existence by that time, might favor us with some wrestling viewpoints. I don't know. Wrestling viewpoints? Yes. Yeah. Well, I don't know if he's actually watching wrestling. He just always, I am, in fact, watching He just always, okay. is a, always has an opinion about it. So likes, when, when it's your turn, you're, when, when it's that, you're going to want to swing in on that microphone a little bit more. We like this. That's it, exactly. <laughs> Welcome to Chris Garcia. The lady in the audience nearly fainted. Demon from hell. You know, Chris, Chris Garcia after dark. It's a whole new horror for Wow, it's like Cinemax, but with more hair. Okay. Oh. All right. Everybody quiet on the mic. I'm going to take it down, and then I'm going to wow, do you, the intro. You totally jumped. You're you ready? In. You're in. You're ready. <laughs> <laughs>